0: Buonasera e benvenuto in un altro emozionante episodio di Sì, si, No, Gaspazzo, con me, Vecchio Sporco. Stasera i nostri concorrenti sono Ernesto, buonasera, e la bellissima Antonella.
1: <laughs>
0: buonasera. Quindi, senza ulteriori indugi, suoniamo Sì, si, No, Gaspazzo. Sì. Si. No.
2: Sì. Si. No. No, si, 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 no, si,
3: no,
0: si, no, si, Abbiamo un vincitore, rilascia i buffoni
4: Welcome to a very special edition of Release the Clown's Sketch Comedy Podcast. We're um, we're taking a break from our traditional format over the summer.
0: Because we're lazy.
4: Because we're lazy and because we've run out of sketches. Lockdown has finally done for the, the Release the Clown's Sketch Vaults. So what we're doing is we're talking to each of the writers in turn, getting them to pick their favourite sketches and just having a chat about the sketches, about life, about whatever comes up. And today I'm joined by my erstwhile co-producer, Nick Hildred. Hello. I'm Nick Hildred. And I'm Alex Marion. So Nick, let's let's not waste any time. We started with the intro there, see si no gaspacho. Yes. Why did you choose that one?
0: <laughs> uh I chose that one. Uh because you made me. We were gonna do um the uh which was uh phil williams i
4: have very different recollections of that conversation you were going to do release the kraken yes then we talked about some other ones and you went oh no i'm doing that one instead or maybe it'll be this one no it'll be that one but it won't be release the kraken and i said okay i'm yeah, not exactly. sure that's making you
0: where well, it felt very coercive <laughs>
4: It's, it was tremendous fun to do. I really enjoyed. I, I remember there was, there was, um, there was a bit of a, a, bit of working, a bit of, a bit of research we had to do between us on exactly how many times we should say si, "no" si, before, no. before we got to Gazpacho.
0: Yes. Um, oh, I, and, and well played, both you and Karen. I was, it it
4: Be- was beautifully uh, uh, realised. <laughs> it was that's that's the thing I, I noticed listening back to it. It just it nails everything really. The, the music, the ambience, the style of those just ridiculous daytime game shows, it's, it's all perfectly done in the service of nonsense.
0: It is nonsense. But the, I mean, that's the thing I think partly is, I don't know whether you've ever seen sort of Italian light entertainment, but yes. it is it is mad. I once saw a program where they had they had like the, the older male presenter in a very shiny suit. With a dolly bird on his arm, so they've got them, and then a panel of experts, and people were doing like like new faces or whatever, and the panel was a uh, older studious looking woman, silly, youngish bloke with stupid hair, um phenomenally stunning uh, <laughs> uh, model, a sort of random bloke, and a puppet. <laughs> It's the funniest thing. Of course, people's the potential uh, entertainment careers <laughs> were resting in the hands of a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I do. not So yeah, Sino Gaspacho seems seemed actually a bit straight and sensible in comparison. <laughs>
4: Okay, so... <laughs> I, I, I thought you were carrying on there. No. You seem to have more to say. Sorry. Well, no. that's, that's it on the intro. So let's move on Sorry. to your first main sketch. Uh, do you want to say anything about it before we hear it, or shall we hear it?
0: All I will say, as Robert Plant opined in the film The Song Remains the Same, this is a sketch of hope.
3: Hi. Hi. Uh, can I talk to you about the spiritual enlightenment you can attain through our Lord Krishna?
0: I'm sorry, I don't really have the time.
3: <laughs> you don't have the time to learn the eternal truth of the universe and, and to save your soul? Uh, well, I need to get back to the office. <laughs> okay, well wait, what is there spiritual enlightenment back at the office?
0: Uh, well, we supply moulded plastic chairs to the events industries. Yeah,
3: well, uh... Okay, so, so what you're saying is that moulded plastic chairs are more important than the all-powerful Lord Krishna? No,
0: I just want to be on my
3: way. Oh, yeah, you'll be on your way, all right. You'll be on your way to hell.
0: What? I, I didn't know you lot believed in hell.
3: Oh, yeah. Hell, with a huge pit of flames that'll burn the flesh from your bones. And as you burn there in eternal agony, I will look down on you from this moulded plastic chair at the right hand of Lord Krishna and I will laugh at you. Ha, 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 ha. You piece of human toilet paper. Hey, get away from me, you nutter. Hey. Hey, you can run, but you can't hide. Lord Krishna will find
2: you and tear the skin off your face! Nutter!
3: And then what happened, Dib? Well, he called me a nutter and ran off. But I know Lord Krishna's going to get him. He's going to get him good. Now, Dib, we've told you that's not what Lord Krishna's all about.
1: The core of our belief is about coming to a state of pure, blissful consciousness. It's not about hell or damning people, or even about swearing at passers-by.
3: I know, but when these people refuse our message of
1: enlightenment out of hand, it makes me so angry. Dib, that's why we took you off conversion duties and put you on chanting duties. All you have to do is is chant Harry Krishna and tap a tambourine. Oh, tap a tambourine. What a jip.
3: I should have a drum.
1: But no, beep
3: against the drum. She's such a stuck-up bitch. Now you
4: see, Dib, this is exactly the sort of behaviour that leads to these little feedback sessions.
1: Perhaps you need a month of quiet contemplation within the confines of the temple to think about the true path the Lord Krishna teaches us.
3: Or I could leave the temple, get half a pint of bourbon inside me, and go and beat up a Catholic.
1: <sighs> I told you on the day he arrived we should have sent him to the
2: Scientologists.
5: <laughs>
2: hey! Oh, release the clowns! <laughs> So
4: that was Angry Harry Krishna. It's, it's a fantastic sketch. I, I really, I really enjoy Phil Whelan's performance in that. He is brilliant. Abs- <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. The way he does it.
0: no molded
1: plastic <laughs> chair.
4: I love the step change he does from um, from solicitous to tightly wound and brittle to raging yes. across about five lines yeah
0: exactly no he, he, he uh, I mean, well i mean we all know phil is a, phil is a genius so you know we're, we're very lucky but um <clears throat> do you want the backstory to that sketch yes so I, I started with this is a sketch of hope um, as opposed to a song of hope so one day i was in carnaby street and got accosted by harry krishna who had more or less that conversation with me. Uh and um he did. He damned me to hell. <laughs> and I was very surprised because I didn't know they did hell. But I've been wary of Harry Christmas ever since. Um, and I used to I used to occasionally go and eat in their restaurant. But uh from from my point of view, um I also got had some fun doing the field recording of the Harry Christmas.
4: I I remember that, yeah.
0: I was very happy with that. Yeah, I was in ce- went to central London specifically to record Harry Krishnas. I remember how proud you were of it. I was, I was very proud <laughs> of it. I
4: took my field bike to the West West End. Yeah. We went on a trip
0: <laughs> <laughs> on my bike. I followed them around for about 10 minutes. They started giving me odd looks.
4: <laughs> What's this bloke with the bicycle? <clears throat> on the <clears throat> sketch itself there's lots of lovely lines in it. I, a particular favorite of mine is <laughs> Or even about swearing at passers-by. Oh, I'm glad you if, picked up on that. As if that would be a perfectly reasonable <laughs> objective for the Harry Krishnas. Yes. Yes. If it was one, it would be fine. But it's not. Yeah, exactly. I think my favourite line in that is,
0: "Or I could get a half pint of bourbon inside me and go and beat up a Catholic." <laughs> I think. I think what makes for for anyone who's who's wanting to write comedy um, and thought that was amusing. I think what makes I think what makes it amusing is the specificity of, yeah. s- of beating up a Catholic. Yes. Not just beating up a random passerby. by It's got to be, if you can specify, the
4: thing. Yeah, and it's actually the specificity of the whole line. Yeah. It's a half a pint. <laughs> yes. It's not a litre. It's not a bottle. Yeah. It's not a few shots. It's a half a pint. It's bourbon. Yeah. It's not whiskey. It's not brandy. It's not rum. And it's a Catholic. It's it's not a Protestant not a hindu it's a catholic getting all of those things yeah. absolutely specific because it it's it just tells you something about that character
0: exactly and i think that that's that that's a really good way uh, of of getting character really quickly is sp- being specific for anyone listening out there who who who's interested in in writing audio comedy uh think when you're when you're writing think about where your characters are what they're doing and put that in the atmos at the top so that one was atmos street harry krishna's you know chanting in background Mm -hmm. so you know you're on a busy urban street and that's the thing it's a city street so busy urban harry krishna's okay we know where we are because i could it could have been an airport it could have been uh in which case it would be a complete i've got you know you need a different atmos so as
4: as a writer i think you need to be specific. it's good it wasn't there's a lot more armed police officers
0: oh gosh yes (laughs) oh he'd have been he'd have been taken down (laughs) but yeah be
4: specific um moving on the next sketch is your runner oh
0: yes i get a runner
4: yes it's it's a lovely runner thank you it's a it's a really lovely series of sketches. Um shall we listen? Yes.
3: Here we are
2: Oh goody breakfast Ah kedgery how glorious Thank you, Evangeline.
6: You
1: really are an irredeemable shit, Claude.
2: Oh, well, I didn't expect that with my Kedgeri. Release
1: the clowns.
2: That was Claude
4: and Evangeline, part one. Part one of three. Um, so, Nick, you've written quite a lot of runners. You've I written have, some yeah. really good runners. You've written some that were extremely long. <laughs> yes. That's not to say they weren't very good, by the way. I'm not distinguishing yeah, between no, long and good. Thank you. Um, So why did you choose that one? I chose this one uh, because
0: I, I like the fact that it's snappy. It's a classic runner of it basically does one idea to various different logical conclusions. Number one, because um, some of them have been something like Bulletproof Vampire Piranha
4: Bats. Oh, I love Bulletproof Vampire Piranha Bats is one of my absolute favourites. If you haven't heard it, go and seek it out. It's in which episode? I think it's episode
0: 49.
4: Episode 49. Wow, that's that's remarkable recall you have there.
0: Well, I, of course, I can. I have a, a photographic memory for every sketch in every show.
4: <laughs>
0: I mean, I haven't, for example, just cut out. 10 minutes of us faffing around looking for that
4: yeah and then cleverly edited together as if this was a, a flowing conversation yeah no i haven't done that for that is that is the magic of audio yeah so yeah i th- I think it's quite interesting actually you say that that's um it's a classic runner because it is It is. it's sharp it's quick they're short the logic of each sketch is the same but it takes it to its extreme every time but here's the interesting thing although it has the format almost of a joke a punch a setup punchline there isn't a traditional punchline no not really <laughs> it's it, they've it's very much a character piece and i think that's really interesting to, to to do to do a character piece in so few lines is is quite difficult but it works
3: well
0: well i mean partly it works because you've got F- Phil and Karen on the case Phil, well, yeah, Phil Nice and Karen Morden. um Uh, And yeah, it's it's like I suppose it
4: poses questions. Is (laughs) why? Well, yes, why? That's that's the main one, which I think uh, (laughs) I just I just keep wondering what it is that Claude's done. But I also I really love Karen's edge of genteel, barely restrained violence.
0: Yes. Yes, they, they they work so well together because she's got that real edge to her, and he is as fluffy as the fluffiest cushion. <laughs> it's a, it's a cushion made out of chinchilla hair. <laughs> he's he's
4: so brilliantly fluffy in that, and and so so genuinely bemused. Yes. <laughs> so moving on. Yes. To the next sketch. Okay, so I, I'm not going to preempt what the sketch is, but what I will say is something I've I've noticed. We've got a few sketches that run as strands. Yeah. Um, so they've run across several episodes. Yes. I think I'm right in saying that all of those were started by you.
0: Y- yes. Yeah.
4: I think so. Yeah. So so can I name any of them?
0: Well, yeah. Why not? Okay. So we got ideas that don't work as podcasts, which is lovely. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a shame I haven't got any of those in here. I was thinking, maybe I should put one of those in. But they're kind of like so short.
4: You know? Yeah.
0: Uh, and But, but I mean, this is the other thing. So you come up with a strand idea and then say to everybody, hey, do you want to write some of those? Um, so you've written a whole bunch of ideas that don't work as podcasts. Yes,
4: and aphorism testing as well. And the
0: other one, aphorism testing.
4: And of... of- the strand that's coming up, as and well. the strand that's coming so up. So shall we shall we go to the sketch before yes. we before we reveal too much? Yes, play the sketch.
1: And now, mafia nursery rhymes with Mad Joe Santini.
0: Bar, bar, black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. One for the master and one for the dame. And one for Big Vinny to be paid promptly on the first Monday of the month or you're dead. You're dead!
2: Release the clowns.
4: So that was Mafia Nursery Rhymes, Bar Bar Black Sheep. Indeed. Um, as I was saying, part of a strand that Nick started. Funny enough, the, uh, the, the,
0: the original Mafia Nursery Rhyme was one I thought of, I, th- I must have thought of about 15 years ago. It just suddenly dawned on me. You know, ding dong bell, pussies in the well. It just sounded so... <laughs> Mafia. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so so, so bada
0: bing, bada boom. Yeah, so it really was. It was a uh, ding dong bell, pussies in the well. But it was just business, nothing personal. Capiche, that. I just thought,
4: yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's the lovely thing about this strand is that the, the, the mafia movie cliches yes. are so well known and it's in a bizarre sort of way, so affectionately known. Yes, it's odd, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's very odd and, and deeply wrong yes, in many yes, ways. Yes, But there, I think people, there there are a lot of people who, who do have quite a lot of, a lot of affection for them because we spend a lot of our lives watching gangster movies. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And there are so many of them that you can just keep coming back. And also... Just the remembering back to nursery rhymes of childhood, and it, I, I found it a really fun exercise once you'd started that up. Just to yeah. think, okay, so what, what do I remember, and what would Mad Joe Santini have done? Yeah. under these circumstances,
0: the owl and the pussy cat.
4: <laughs> that, that's one of yours. I, I really love that one. They're certainly not at the bottom of the East River. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so the the other thing I I really like Joe's intro. On those, yeah, d- d- I think she she's got that sort of calm, authoritative continuity announcer. Yes, very, very English, very, very sort of BBC, and it it the contrast between that and what follows.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's that it's that because um, she's you can't imagine that character of hers ever having met Mad Joe Santini. No, um,
4: and if she had, she'd be appalled by him. But <laughs> well, I like that one in particular because in that one it transitions to the gag so smoothly it just it just works perfectly well i mean it's funny because if these people are getting some big vinny's Vinny's getting getting some some. and if he doesn't there'll be trouble
0: yeah exactly it's it it is a very easy transition i mean but but like like pussies in the well it's like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) i never understood that um uh, and um, what are the other ones? Uh, so you have got Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep, and the idea that that's no excuse at the end of the month, <laughs> you know, because Big Vinny is like you—you you always pay at the end of the month. It's as simple as that. Whether you've had a good month or a bad month, whether you've lost your sheep or you found some sheep, Big Vinny gets his cut. Um, there are a lot of nursery rhymes about sheep.
4: There are. I think we 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 ran into a problem once where we actually had like a backlog of sheep of mafia sheep nursery rhymes as you do uh, we can't do that one we did a sheep one last week
0: yeah it's a, it's a
4: it's a funny old thing isn't it so moving on yes roll the sketch
5: welcome back the celebrities are better than you. Before the break, we threw Shag Island's Brandy Smith into the deep end of advanced brain surgery. Now, she's only got 48 hours to learn a technique that it took Chief Surgeon Sir William Hampton 20 years to perfect.
3: Now, our patient is Stephen Andrews, Professor of Classics at Trinity College, Cambridge, and he has a benign tumour. Probably got it from
1: thinking too much. Stupid egghead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Brandy. Um, The tumour is located here in the parietal lobe. Uh, Fortunately, it isn't buried too deep, so it should be fairly straightforward to remove.
1: Yeah, whatever. Let's get on with it. Um,
3: It's fine if you need more time to practice, Brandy.
1: It's all right, Billy boy. I'll pick it up. I'm very good with my hands. Just look how I've done my nails.
3: Yes, lovely. Uh, but seriously, we can delay up to a month to get you up to speed. A
1: month? I'm not hanging around this gloomy dump for a month. I'm on a bikini shoot in Ibiza next week.
5: Two days later, and after extensive training on watermelons, Brandy is ready for the op. So we've administered
3: the local anaesthetic. Uh, can you feel when I press here, Professor? Uh, no, nothing at all.
1: What? He'll be awake while I'm digging around in his brain?
3: Uh, yes, Brandy. In in these procedures, talking to the patient can be vital.
1: Oh, that's disgusting! Right.
3: Uh, now I'll just cut through the skull.
1: Oh. oh, no.
4: Oh, my God. Oh!
1: Oh! Oh, thank God that's over.
3: I thought I was going to puke. And now I lift this section of skull away. Oh.
1: Oh, 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 no. oh here comes that donor I had for lunch.
3: Gently slice through and peel back the protective membrane. <coughs> Excellent. The tumour is clearly visible. So, Brandy, it's now up to you to carefully cut it out.
1: <coughs> OK, Min. Uh,
3: nurse, could you wipe the vomit off her chin, please? Uh, don't want it dripping into the patient. How are you doing, Professor? Uh,
1: fine. Fine. Are you sure this is safe? Don't you worry, my lover. On Shag Island, I managed to win a game of operation when I had the trots and ten tequila slammers in me.
3: So, if you could talk about something familiar to you, Professor, that would be
2: helpful. Oh, all right. I feel that the Roman Emperor Commodus is someone whom Hollywood has very much maligned down the years. OK, Brandy,
3: take the scalpel and carefully cut
2: right here. Right, OK, like no
1: props. Um, like there. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Okay. Carefully. Carefully.
2: No, 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 not like that! When he dressed up as a pumpkin and ordered hamsters to invade Britain. Oh,
3: that's not good.
2: I got it out. What more do you want? Um, flum jam, larum, ipsum, dollar, sit, emid. Nero's panties. Oh, right.
3: Nurse, n- no, prep him for a general. I'm, I'm going to have to go in and see what I can save.
1: Right, job done. I'm off uh- to a club. How do you feel, my love? I do pee-pee. Great. <laughs> Dirty bastard. Right, later.
5: Yes, with just a few days' training, Brandy has successfully completed her first major up. Join us next week when Danny Dyer attempts nuclear fusion in his sink. And remember, celebrities are better than you.
4: Step away from the vehicle, keep your hands where I can see them, and slowly release the clowns. So that was Celebrities are better than you because they are (laughs) from my point of view listening to it headline performances oh yes i mean holly who is the celebrity
0: is (laughs) so brilliant in that because she she said can i do it in a bristol i'd originally thought of like a cockney someone out of uh, the only way is essex and then she said, "Oh, how about Bristolian?" I'm like, "Yeah, go for it." So she was, because she she's from Bristol herself, I think. Um, she was able to really lean into that character mm. and things like, "Oh, mint." She that's her <laughs> that's her line. I I had something different, but you know, it's like, I think I think one of the important things when, when you're writing, um, and you're with uh, performers you respect, is is to be able to just ditch lines you've written for lines they've come up with that are that work better you know that lack of you've got to have a a certain lack of ego and think of what's the what's the the end goal is making the best sketch we can make and if it's somebody else's line that makes it better use that line doesn't matter
4: it's the the thing that that's what makes doing the show so much fun isn't it yeah it's it. What happens? What happens in the read through and in the studio in terms of yes, the performance coming together, but also the lines being honed, refined, shifted into something quite different yeah, than you started yeah. out with, and and it, that keeps it really fresh all the way through the process.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean,
4: uh, and and yeah, it's
0: a very collegiate thing. I we I don't think we've ever had a situation where somebody has prima donned. And or David and said no, we we can't possibly change that line. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think once in in probably two hundred hours of of studio time. So
4: or however many hours. So that's really cool. No, we've had discussions about it. Yeah, discussions. Yeah, but there's uh, there's no, never been a sort of a blanket. Nope, nope. this Must remain exactly as it was when I wrote it.
0: Yeah. So so I mean you've got Holly who's brilliant um Dan who who's the the uh, announcer uh, has just that sort of lovely
4: light vapid yeah he really nails that glib vacuous <laughs> presenter <laughs> e4 presenter yes. thing Yeah. Exactly. so well just as uh, you know Holly really has fun with the celebrity narcissist yeah exactly and then you've got uh, Phil Whelan's, is ha- the the way he works off Holly
0: as the the um Surgeon is delightful.
4: He's a very, very good straight man. Yes,
0: yes, and the, he he can extract extra humour from being a straight man, which is really difficult. Yeah, that's really difficult. Um, and then you got Sir Barnaby Edwards. Oh no, he isn't a knight yet, but one day.
4: <laughs> Who actually makes us care about that poor man? Yes, exactly. <laughs> His decline. Um, uh, is this safe? It's beautiful. It's it's really beautiful. Yeah, and also, I I don't think most people will realise exactly how much time you spend every fortnight on editing the show. Uh, yeah, it is. It's about twenty five to thirty hours
0: per show, editing, mainly because of things like <laughs> sketches like that, where <laughs> you know ju- just something like the 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 uh, bone cutter saw. That's not a bone cutter saw. Trying to find that sound effect is, you know, virtually impossible. Um, so what that is, is a circular saw on wood that I've pitch shifted and treated. So you've got to take it a sound effect that vaguely works and then bespoke
4: make it work for that particular thing. There you go. That, that is a masterclass in sound editing right there. Yeah, there you go. It's Thank tedious. you, Mr. Audio Magic.
2: Thank you very much.
4: Will you pitch shift that later?
2: Yes.
4: (laughs) And now on to Claude and Evangeline, part two.
2: Here we are. Ah, tea. Lovely. And toasted muffins, too. How delightful. Thank you, Evangeline.
1: You are without a doubt the biggest bucket of undiluted pig pus on the planet, Claude.
2: Oh, well, I didn't expect that with my muffins.
5: Release the clowns. OK,
4: so there we are. Claude and Evangeline, part two. As you said, hasn't got any better for Claude, and no. Evangeline is getting crosser. Yes, she is. Uh, and um, well, yeah, poor Paul, Paul, Paul Claude. That's all I can say. There's a lovely comic pause there, punctuated by the grandfather clock, clock. in the background. Yes,
0: I, I do. I, I think. I think actually, one of the one of the things you can do with audio is, pour, No, that sort of pause. Nothing is happening. Except for that, that clock, and because you know she's going to say something. Yes. After the first, set so you know it's coming. What's it going to be? And it's something quite horrible. I mean, I had. If it was a less of a family show, even though I do, it is marked as explicit on iTunes, um, because the occasional thing slips through.
4: Exactly. Uh, but you know, it could have been so many other horrible things. But I think that would have been wrong. That wouldn't have been Evangeline.
0: No, exactly. Yeah, you gotta yeah, you gotta give the words to the character that the character would,
4: would say. Which sounds nuts because you're the one making it up, but you know No, but the, the you made you created the character. The the character is still who they are. So if you start giving them different words, they wouldn't say they're a different character.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like if she suddenly said, Listen, bruv, or hey blood <laughs> be totally wrong. <laughs> Like like uh, Dame Judi Dench in in your Murder on the Orient Express replacement bus service. Yes,
4: indeed. Sketch. Or like um, Jenny in the Hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't get into your list. Uh, it's been
0: in a best of. Uh, that's the reason. Yeah, it's funny. None of my sketches seem to be in best ofs. <laughs> I, I had a really easy there's, set of choices here. There
4: are always your
0: sketches in I best
2: ofs. Oh, I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> oh dear, the sense of persecution is strong in this one. Oh yes,
0: I've got two older sisters. Of course, the sense of persecution is strong in this one.
4: <laughs> okay, and on that we will move on. <laughs> we'll move on to ah oh, no, this is this is this is more. Classic Hildred here. Everybody likes
0: free stuff. That's why when you take out a contract with Flap Mobile before the end of April, you get a new handset of your choice, unlimited texts and calls, 50 gigs of data, free broadband, the most powerful home hub on the market, a Fitbit, an iPad, and a brand new car. All for just £15 a month. Terms and conditions apply. This offer is not available in Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland, or parts of England. New customers only. If you are under 18 or over 20, this is not for you. If you're a ginger, left-handed, wear glasses, or claim to be gluten-free, this is not for you. Like ABBA? Not for you. Ever been to Malaga? Not for you. Confused about transgender issues? Not for you. Called Stephen but spelled it with a V instead of a PH? Not for you. Ever owned a pet, scraped Denise knee, said dib-dib-dib, or squeezed out a kumquat? Not for you. Wish you could annex the Sudetenland? Not for you. In fact, it's not for you, 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 or you. And as for you, don't even bother. See website for further exclusions. Offer ends in 17 seconds.
2: Release the clowns.
4: So that was not for you from Nick Hildred, King of the Spoof Ad. Oh yeah, thank Actually, you. Actually, um if I can just say my um my non existent statistical breakdown shows that ninety-eight point four percent of all spoof ads on the show have been written by you.
0: Really? Yes. Seriously? Yes.
4: Oh my goodness.
0: I love spoof ads. I listen to a lot of radio. <laughs> That's the trouble. I listen to it. I listen to LBC more than I should. And it's just
4: such a fertile ground. Yeah, you you have a, you have a great feel for those ads. Mm. And that I think that one in particular, because you've taken a very specific aspect of it. So actually, it's very straight. The yeah. first half of the sketch is very straight. Absolutely. And then then it kicks in.
0: Well, you see, also, it, it, here's a thing: we got Casper Michaels, yeah. who apparently doesn't need to breathe, who apparently doesn't need to breathe, and he he is uh, he is a professional voiceover artist, uh-huh. um, who I met uh, directing a professional voiceover for um, a company I work for, um, and we were recording a um, a film voiceover about buses in America, school buses, and I just just from the way he was around the mic and the bits in between, I thought, this guy's hilarious. I've got to get him on the, mm-hmm. as one of our team.
4: And he's been with us pretty much from the start,
0: hasn't he? Yeah, I think I was like second weekend. Yeah. Because the whole point of that, that that sketch came from, um, so many radio adverts will have not available in Northern mm. Ireland. Yeah. So So immediately, the thing of, well, we're all the same, it isn't true. So many people don't do those offers in Northern Ireland. I wonder why. You know, so I thought, that that was the that was the original seed.
4: Yeah, it is a weird thing. You notice it come up all the time. Not available. Not available in Northern Ireland. Why not? Yeah. What what have they done? <laughs> it it's it, it just seems odd. And also, there are lots of terms and conditions and asterisks on things. And especially the the more the more we live online, the more often we quite happily click. Yeah, boxes for accept terms and conditions it that could we be we've not read. I mean, that no. that could have been taken directly from a set of terms and conditions, and we'd never know because we. In never fact, read should them. we do a set of terms and conditions for release the clowns?
0: Oh, that's a good idea.
4: <laughs> you agree to give all of your money, all of your worldly goods <laughs> to the
0: cast and crew of Release the Clowns, T's and C's for the RTC. Oh, nice. Oh, I see what you've done there. That's uh-huh. very good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> R T C S P C D. What is it? Release the Can Sketch Comedy Podcast. <laughs> six letters.
4: Six, six letters, Nick. Yeah, well,
0: I don't make the it rules. It's <laughs> iTunes algorithms that make algorithms that are made the rules. Jeez, stupid things. Um yeah, so that was that. Any anything
4: else you want to quiz me on that? No. No, because now we have to visit Yorkshire. Oh, okay. May God have mercy on
3: our souls. Meanwhile, in Yorkshire, something is afoot in chambers of town council in Pontefract. Home of world's finest
2: licorice.
1: The chair recognises Councillor William Crossley.
0: Thank you, Madam Chairlady. Lady. I'm here today to make a plea to this council.
1: Have you had some licorice?
0: What? Er, uh,
1: no. What, what, what I want to say... Ah, go on, have some licorice, do you good. Aye, go
5: on, Bill. It's very tasty. <coughs>
0: no, really, I just want to say my
5: piece. I, I don't want to bring an official point of order. <coughs> pardon me. But I must remind Councilor Crossley that all council members are required to eat licorice <coughs> immediately prior to or during any address to the council. Oh, <laughs>
0: All right, Alf, have it your own way. Happy now? I'll take that as a yes. Right, I'm going to speak my mind. As a council, we must stop utilising licorice as the primary construction material for our major civil engineering projects.
4: (gasps) You're not seriously suggesting that we abandon the idea of licorice pillars for Castleford flyover? I
2: am.
1: (gasps) But this is insane. (laughs) This is Pontefract. Pontefract is licorice. Oh, (laughs) that's.
5: It's the most versatile material in Yorkshire and therefore in world.
1: We've used it to build hospitals, schools, my very tasty gavel and even that dam up at Bywater. A dam that
0: burst 17 minutes after the opening ceremony and swept away 200 council houses, which might have withstood the deluge had they not also been built
4: of licorice. The official inquiry clearly stated that licorice as a building material was not to blame, but that the accident was caused by a flock of hungry mallards pecking at structure.
0: Aye, and who paid for that inquiry?
4: Oh, I can't remember off top of me
1: head.
0: The Licorice Marketing Board.
1: Now steady lad, you can't go about impugning the reputations of upstanding citizens like the members of the Licorice Marketing Board. Of which you,
0: (coughs) Madam Lady Chairwoman, are a member, as are a dozen other members of this council.
1: What are you suggesting? And I warn you to choose your next words carefully.
0: I'm suggesting that this council (coughs) is in... Pocket of the licorice marketing board, and that you lot are willing to turn a blind eye to schools with roofs that melt in summer because each of you's been given your 30 pieces of Pontefract cake. What have you got to say for yourselves? As I thought. (laughs) Mrs. Madam Lady Chairwoman.
5: I move for the vote of censure on Councillor Crossley and that he be stripped of his position on the council. Oh,
2: oh. I, 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 right. I Kick him
5: out. <coughs> yeah. kick him out. <coughs> and
4: I second <coughs> that motion. <Get>
1: <coughs> <laughs> Silence. Silence. Silence! The motion is to censure Councillor Crossley. <coughs> but before we move this motion, <coughs> I've got to move a motion of my own in the ladies. <coughs> blooming licorice... Excuse me.
5: (inaudible) (inaudible)
2: ( noss)
0: I guess it's true what they say. It takes all sorts
2: to make a world. Come here, boy. Yes, sir? What have you just done? I've released the clown, sir.
4: <laughs> and that was Pontifract. <laughs> well, let's get this out of the way right off the bat. You love a fart, don't you, Hildred?
0: I do. I I love I love farts, um, and um, I splashed out on that sketch and spent. Sounded like it. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. And I spent about forty pounds on fart effects. I think <laughs> at least thirty, at least thirty pounds on fart effects at Sounddogs.com. Great people to do business with. Um, they- Just
4: for reference, everyone, this is a grown adult man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, a uh, grown adult man who who loves a fart sound effect. I mean, because the thing is, oh God, I spent a long time. It must have taken me two hours to collect all the farts I needed for that. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, that sounds a bit co- weird. Oh, that I, does. I, in, I it in a jar. All the, all the farts. <laughs> I went round. I just followed people until I followed they followed the Harry and... Krishnas. Yeah. <laughs> just got their wind.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Because uh, cause it's the how wind you punctuate of God. <laughs> the what?
2: The wind of God. Ah. Uh. <laughs>
0: You can't just do the same fart over and over again. You need lots of different ones. Zippy little... or Or really, like, there's a couple in there that are quite... You know. So, uh, So, yeah, you need that mix. And, yes. And some people would say, Oh, but surely, Nick, Blazing Saddles was made 60 years ago, and therefore you shouldn't have done a fart sketch. But I say no. Would anyone say that? I don't know. It's the sort of thing some people might
4: say. I suppose they might,
0: but it's a completely different kettle of fish. Yes, there's
4: a lot of farting, and the farting is funny. but it's this a, it's is about a kettle licorice. of licorice. Yeah, exactly. Which is the other thing. I'd, I'd, I, this is a perfect example of, of game taken all the way.
6: Oh uh, yeah. so
4: the game in a sketch is is the funny thing. What is the thing that that is that makes you laugh here, and how far can you go with it
5: mm.
4: before it's stretched beyond any logic at all and here the the game of Pontefract is a licorice town it is combined with the idea of local government corruption <laughs> yes is taken as far as it could go. I I love the idea that there is a powerful licorice lobby yes out there. <laughs> but also there's that that idea that it's 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 Yorkshire. Yorkshire. This is a Yorkshire thing. Therefore yeah. it must be best. Yeah, exactly. Well one thing that strikes me about Pontefract um is it's it's a, it's a really good ensemble piece. Oh, yeah. So we have lots of sketches that are either, they might be a monologue or they might be two handers or three handers. We don't have so many, partly because the studio is tiny. It is small. We don't have so many that have lots and lots of us in. And yet, those sketches are some of the most fun. Yeah. And you can, you when you hear them, you can sort of feel the energy that comes from all of us being crammed together in the studio. In that very small room. Which we are not allowed to do at the moment. Which is why we're doing this. Yes. Yes. Um, but the, the energy that comes out of that and creates something, especially a sketch like that, that is a meeting, it is an interaction between people. Yeah, exactly. It just gives it a real extra zip.
0: Yeah, because I think there are two people in that sketch who don't have official lines in that sketch, which is Casper.
4: And I think Karen's in there as well Karen or Joe as random counsellors yeah
0: yeah so that's really interesting they're just off mic in the room Mm -hmm. adding that depth and I think that that's one of the that's a really difficult thing to do if you don't have lots of people yeah Um, you know it's really nice you can you you get that extra energy as you say and and that's really cool but yeah I mean Casper Michaels is in that sketch you'd never know because he's off mic the whole time but essentially he he gives good hubbub Oh, his hubbub's really good, actually. Yeah, quality really. hubbub. Although, speaking of which, you have a line, a couple of lines in there, one of which is coming out of the hubbub, and it's just the words, licorice-eating town, or something along <laughs> those lines, which was ad-libbed. And and it's just brilliant. It's like, what conversation was he having? <laughs> um, and that's one of the... That's where you get some real gold dust, coming out of hubbub. Yeah. Um, and you're good at that and Phil Nice is very good at yes. that. His stuff coming out of hubbub is brilliant. Yeah,
4: just sort of throw away aside. Yeah. within With... hubbub hubbub or coming out of hubbub he, he just does so well.
0: Yeah. So um you know these are all these are all tricks that anyone anyone doing this sort of thing, you know, you can use. And the way we do hubbub is I will I'll say right, we're now going to record 30 seconds of hubbub. And then we'll all do hubbub. And that way I'm not trying to, I can have it clean and work it into the clean lines rather than trying to come out of the hubbub into people delivering the next lines just in case there's a mistake and then you, you can't use the hubbub either.
4: so, Which is upsetting. Which is upsetting. Because there is quality hubbub. Great hubbub. And on the subject of Phil Nice. Yes. We are moving on to the third and final instalment. ...of Claude and Evangeline. Whatever will happen.
3: Here we are.
2: Ah, supper. Spiffing. Oh, filet mignon. My favourite. Thank you, Evangeline.
1: The very sight of you makes me want to rip out my own eyes with a jagged spoon. You are the stinking scum floating on the cesspool of humanity, Claude.
2: You know, it was 43 years ago and I only did it the once. Can't you just let it go?
6: I hope you get buggered to death by an elephant, Claude.
2: Ah, I'll take that as a no then. I didn't expect that with my filet mignon release the clowns <laughs> and so the
4: claude and evangeline saga draws to a close it's gone it's gone it's over and we still don't know what it was
0: <laughs> i'm not sure i know what it was no yeah so so i mean th- that that's just you know that final i i felt with the last one we you just needed like a a vague idea of why but without saying why there's something's yeah. happened We'll never know what. Um, and and she has,
4: she only ever gets more angry. Yeah, she's not getting less angry. Let's face it. You also, know. filet mignon, filet mignon, filet mignon, kedgery,
0: Great word choices. Oh, thank you. Yes, I mean, well, they're some of my favourite things: filet mignon and kedgery. Well, maybe not together, but you know. Um, yeah, I mean, you think long and hard about those words. Yeah, I know that, that. That's the thing. It's not just any
4: dish, burger and chips. Well, burger and chips might be
0: perfect in a different situation. Yeah.
4: But not that one. But in this in this context and with it it gives Phil so much to work with.
0: Yes. And it's a lovely fluffy I, yes. Oh God, I just can't get over. Yeah, you her. see
4: there's not apart from the K on kedgery, you're kedgery, muffins, filet mignon. No. There's only one hard consonant in all of them.
0: Yeah. Maybe if I'd thought better I'd have had I can't think what it would be for breakfast.
4: No, I think kedgery is fine. Yeah. You get the hard consonant out of the way at the start. And then the rest of the word is quite nice and fluffy. Yes.
0: Edgery. Yeah. Edgery.
4: Yes. And and um
0: but yeah, just just Phil's delivery is oh, I I I love listening to that. Not because oh, I wrote this, isn't it marvelous? It's just like that his voice is so wonderful. And, yeah. and and Karen Karen too. Yeah, as you said whole... earlier, the counterpoint
4: yeah. between the two of them. Yeah, exactly. Is it just works perfect? It's a perfect balance. Yes. In that sketch, but also specificity again. Yes. Buggered to death by an elephant. Yeah. Not trampled by an elephant. <laughs> Not buggered to death by a giraffe. No, it's got to be an elephant. It's buggered to death by an elephant. It's very specific. It's something that's come from Evangeline's subconscious.
0: Yeah, yes, it's, it's very, very deep uh, uh, feeling that she's had. She's thought about that. She's really thought very carefully yes. about how she'd like Claude to be killed. Yes. And that's the one she's come to. And how much he should suffer in exactly. the process. In the process. And that's the one she said, no, this one will make him suffer the most. Yes. And she's had, what, 43 years to 43 think? 43 years, that
4: That's the product of You can imagine she's years. cycled through a fair number of options oh, during yes. that time. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so there you have it. And so, moving on to our final sketch.
0: Oh, we'll be there already?
4: We are. And this one's a doozy. Oh. Let's listen.
1: And the main phone socket is in here.
7: Thanks, Miss Davis.
6: Oh, call me Connie. Call me Connie. Call me Connie.
1: (laughs) You've
7: got a parrot. Beautiful. What's its name? Polly.
6: Polly Parrot.
7: (laughs) How clever. Hello, little Polly. How are you doing?
6: Fair to middling. Fair to middling.
7: (laughs) She's a card. Anyway, don't you worry, Connie. I'll soon have your phone and broadband up and running again.
1: Oh, that would be great. Tea?
7: Oh, Lovely, thanks. Uh, milk
6: and two for me, please. Milk and two? Milk and two? <laughs> That's amazing. Back in a bit. Help! She's turned me into a parrot. Uh, what? She's a witch and she turned me into a parrot. Uh, but, what? What? I mean, you're a... Princess? I'm Princess Maria Eleanor von Wittenberg of Saxony. She kidnapped me when I was 17 and turned me into a parrot. What? She's coming back. Keep strum, keep strum. Would you like a
1: biscuit? I've got hobnobs. Uh, uh, uh,
7: yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, your bird's very talkative.
1: Oh, is she being cheeky? Are you being cheeky?
6: Cheeky Polly, cheeky Polly.
1: <laughs> Don't pay any attention. She's always talking nonsense. Back in a bit.
6: Whatever you do, don't drink the tea or eat the biscuits. Why not? Because she laces them with a magic potion that turns you into a bird.
7: But that's unbelievable, that's crazy. As
6: crazy as holding a conversation with a highly articulate bird.
7: This isn't a conversation, you're just mimicking stuff you've overheard.
6: Don't be a fool Darren, you've got to do what I ask. Damn, here she comes again. Ahem, Polly want a cracker?
1: Here you go Darren. Oh, are you all right? You look a bit pale. Hmm? Hmm?
7: Oh, uh, 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 n- no, no, I'm fine, fine.
1: Okay. Um, I've got to hang up the washing. Um, do you want to try the tea before I go to make sure I got it right? Uh... Ah-tong! Ah-tong! Oh, simmer down, Polly. Uh, we watched Where Eagles Dare on the telly last night and it's given her ideas. Now, that tea? I'm,
7: I'm sure it's fine. Okie
1: dokie. See you in a mo. <laughs>
6: Good work, Darren. You've just saved your life. Now, let me out of this cage.
7: I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm hallucinating. Uh, maybe I had a bad prawn in that Boona last night.
6: Well, don't overthink it, Darren. Birds can't hold conversations! You are currently having a conversation with a bird. Therefore, reality isn't what you thought it was.
7: I suppose...
6: And therefore, when I say you've got to let me out of this cage and kiss me on the beak in order to break the spell, then that must be true.
7: I... I... (laughs) Just
6: do it, Darren! When I'm a woman, I'm very attractive and I will be very grateful.
7: No, no need for that. I'll I'll do it anyway. I, I must be mad.
6: Now, break the spell and kiss me, Darren. Kiss me with all the passion you have in your heart.
7: Okay.
2: I was just
1: wondering if you want a bit of Battenberg. What, what on earth are you doing? <laughs>
7: well, I. Uh, <laughs> naughty
1: boy, naughty boy. Oh, that's disgusting! Get out! Uh, the, the
7: the parrot made me do it.
1: Out! All oh, right. Oh, people like you make me sick. Pervert! Pervert! No, no, it's the
7: parrot that's a pervert. She said she's a princess and that you turned her into a parrot because you're a witch, and I had to snog her to to snogger to break the spell. D-
6: you're insane! Stranger danger! Stranger danger! Oh, oh,
7: bloody bird!
6: Come on, out! Polly got tongue. Polly got tongue. Sucker!
3: Sucker! Release the Clunes!
4: So that is um, <laughs> what Polly wants. Yes. It is, oh, it's absolutely one of my favourite sketches. <laughs> um, really well written. Oh, thank you. Brilliant idea. Lots and lots of great gags in it. But most of all, one word. Gemma. Yes. Gemma Layton. That's two words. um, Who hasn't appeared in this this roundup so far? No, but that's okay. She gets a she gets a starring role in the the closing sketch. Yeah, exactly. Um, And just another really great performer. Oh yeah, I I, yeah.
0: I mean, this is another. This is this is one of the wonderful things about doing release the clowns is um, uh, and having a co-producer. That's why it's really important to have a co-producer. Is you brought. Gemma, mm-hmm. into our fold. I don't know what blackmail you you've <laughs> got on her, but well done. And Joe Classes. Clegg, who was in that sketch. And Joe
4: Clegg, who does a really, really nice straight man job there. Yeah. Just that sort of, that every man.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, he's very good at that. Utterly believable. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's like, uh, he's not playing comedy character. No. He's, he's he's just being nice guy who came to... Fix the broadband, yeah, and is then faced with the parrot. <laughs> He's
4: talking nonsense at him, and, and and just beyond that, I'll just say it again, Gemma. I mean, that's that really is a whirlwind of a performance. Mm. Everyone else just has to grab on and go along. Yeah, exactly. With it, do you remember the uh, the parrot auditions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, who auditioned for parrot? I auditioned. Everyone. Everyone. Oh, did we all the do whole,
4: it? It was the whole table. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Yes, of course.
0: Yeah, my audition didn't go well, clearly, because I didn't get the part. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Gemma, Gemma was, head and shoulders the best parrot.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and, of course, Holly's brilliant as Connie. Yes. Well done, team.
4: Well, well done, you. Me? Yeah. What have I got to do with it? You You run the recordings. You. You set this whole thing up. Yeah, but you'll run the recordings too. I know, but I'm not going to thank myself, am I? Oh, well, I'll thank you then. Thank you. Oh, God. God are going oh, to have to suck work. each other's dicks yeah, so as That out? was hard work.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, fishing for compliments takes time. You've got to be patient as a fisherman. <laughs> and on that note, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, Nick. Thank but... you very much, Alex, for interviewing me. You're more than welcome. And I think um, actually after the credits, we have a little outtake, which which gives a window into exactly how much respect and admiration the team have for Nick Hildred.
0: Yeah, I, it's, there's a lot of respect and admiration in
4: that outtake. A great deal. So keep listening, check that out, and uh, thank you very much, Nick. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Release the Clown starred Karen Morden, Casper Michaels, Holly Meachin, Phil Nice, Gemma Layton, Alex Marion, Phil Whelans, Joe Clegg, Nick Hildred, Martin Hyder, Joe Tilly, Dan Willis, Marco Chu and Barnaby Edwards. It was written by Mr Modesty himself, Nick Hildred. The social media bloke is Dan Willis and the gaffers are Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. Do you have a favourite sketch that you'd like to hear again in a compilation chosen by you and other listeners? You do? Well, that's handy get over to our Facebook page and post the title of the sketch or a quick description of it and why you like it. There's no prize, but you'll be in with a chance of having that sketch chosen for the compilation, where we'll name-check you and give your reason for wanting to hear the sketch again. Surely, that's prize enough. See you in two. OK, quiet everybody, it's mean. now. A dam that burst 17 minutes after the opening ceremony and swept away 200 council houses, which might have withstood the deluge had they not built. Which no. Let's stick with built. Seriously. I, I hope he gets
2: built. it right. I've heard the writer's a bit of a prick. Better.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> built works. Built's better. Built's better. Stickler to Than the words. Um, I think what we need...
4: The words are holy. Worship the words. I'm just saying, I hope he gets
0: it right. I heard the writer's a bit of a prick when it Yeah. Um, I think what we need...
4: I think no, don't think that's fair.
2: Exactly. I think what we need... It's not
4: just that that he's a prick
2: about. What?
1: I agree.
0: Right, OK.
2: Fuck you, fucking Fuck you, Um...
0: Right. <laughs> let's do a whole bunch of hubbub. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. This is this is <laughs> <laughs> This is pre-meeting hubbub. Normal. Normal, Normal. hubbub. Not so, angry. um yeah. yeah, I'm angry though. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm just good. Okay. In Hang on. What what's the time? 14 14 yeah.